It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hansen and Simon Clark. Here comes another edition of the podcast which knows what's happening in the SO postcode. It's the So So Show with Visit Southampton. So Cup Summer in Southampton. She's Zoe Hansen. And he's Simon Clark. Now this week, sailing around the world in an old school fashion. There's no GPS. There's no modern materials and there's no technology. They're essentially using sextants, astro navigation to circumnavigate the globe, and it's about 27, 28,000 miles. And a new musical coming to Southampton, direct from the West End. That's the West End, not West End. There are so many costume changes that we literally have to run off stage and like strip down, get our next costume on within 20 seconds. Summer's here. We've only had to wait till September for it to arrive. (laughs) It was so nice driving through town earlier. There were people out in their lunch breaks, sunbathing in Watts Park. Yeah, nice. really, really nice. It's beautiful, isn't it? And actually, you know what? Last weekend, the sun was out and it felt like it was that last hurrah before everything goes back to normal. And I think that September, actually, it's like New Year. I know it's a new school year, but I go through with New Year's resolutions much more in September than I do in January. <laughs> so I'm like a new season resolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know there's Christmas parties coming up, so you've got to get yourself ready for that dress. So instead of getting beach ready in the summer, it's Christmas party ready. <laughs> exactly. In it's funny how you talk about last good weekend of the summer, though, because I wasn't even aware of that concept and it hadn't even registered with me until I had kids. Mm. And then you're kind of looking at the forecast thinking... looks really nice this weekend. We probably ought to do something special because we probably won't get another weekend like this until next year. Yeah, exactly. And and do you know what? There was loads going on around Southampton, as there always is. But the Arches Studios, which you may or may not know, is down um, sort of... It's sort of on the Ocean Village side of the Itchen Bridge, and it's just underneath there. So oh, the arches yeah, are there. Yeah, yeah. They have an open weekend, and it was last weekend. So we went down there. And I don't know about you, Simon, but I don't know anything about art. I don't profess to know anything about art. But I know that I like to look at certain things and not so much at others, you know. <laughs> um, and so going down to the studios, you know, I'm, I'm just in awe of people that can create these kinds of things. But there were, there were lots of galleries and um, it's their open weekend. And they had all these pictures on the walls that you could buy. And my favourites were Pig in a Trolley, which was a picture painted of a pig in a shopping trolley. There was sheep in a trolley and a chicken in a trolley (laughs) and I really really like them do you know what I mean you know like you think everybody's going to come into your house and look and go why have you got a picture of a pig in a trolley well because I liked it see that's always my first thought when I see a bit of artwork not that I buy a lot of art but my first thought is I really like that where would it go yeah (laughs) did I tell you about the time I was walking through Winchester and I saw someone in front of me walking with a painting under their arm right I was just crossing the street by the Chesil Rectory and I thought, oh, that's interesting painting. Anyway, five minutes later, I'm sat in the coffee shop, which is just before you get to the bridge, yeah. just around the corner from the Chesil Rectory. Same painting up on the wall. Oh. Got to buy that. That's fate, surely. So yeah. uh, went in for a latte, came out with a 120 quid piece of art. Jeez, Because man. I'd just seen it. Did you then... get a free coffee? No, I had I to I mean, pay. come on. They what? They made you, they charged you for it. Yeah, but that's not the point. Give it was over. a coffee shop that sold a bit of artwork. <laughs> but I just remember thinking, I really liked that as it yeah. was under someone's arm yeah that person 
walked round Winchester for three days <laughs> with that painting. They sold 56 copies of that. They just walked from the car park, the multi-storey behind the Chesil Rectory, <laughs> into town and back again, and eventually they'll get lucky. Like, I don't want to bang on about it, but... Um, I had my appendix taken out about two weeks ago now. I don't think I've ever been so gutted as when I took my daughter and her friend to go to roller disco, <laughs> roller skating, and I had to stand and watch. Oh, my like, God. That must have been dreadful for I you. I swear, I was building a to-do list for when I was there so that I wouldn't have to watch them because it would just gut me too much. And I'm thinking, please don't play any good tunes either because I really want to get up there. And this was the last weekend of Rollerland at West Quay as well. So if you saw somebody sort of just crying into a cup of tea at Rollerland, that was me. Wistfully looking on. <laughs> That's such a shame. You've been looking forward to that for so long. Oh, no. We went 16 times last year. It was only <laughs> open for a week. Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. Last week, we talked a little bit about the Ocean Globe race, which will be setting off from Ocean Village this weekend. Well, actually... Now we're going to talk to one of the directors of MDL who are behind it coming to Southampton. Ocean Village is one of their marinas and Tim Mayer is one of the directors. So it's been a bit of a challenge to get it here because the Ocean Globe race originally was going off from France. Um, Listeners probably wouldn't know, but it's 50 years um, and the Ocean Globe is celebrating 50 years the original Whitbread, which left Portsmouth actually in 1973. Um, But it's also MDL Marina's 50th anniversary So as soon as I heard that the Ocean Globe race was happening in France, um, there was a few mutual friends between the two organisations. There was a lot of conversations, a lot of debate, and we've ended up managing to pull it back into Ocean Village. Um, And Ocean Village is important because in 1989, Ocean Village was also where uh, Tracy Edwards' MBE came back with Maiden, which was the uh, first time an all-female crew had gone around the world. So there's a lot of linked history. Um, So it's just really good to have it back at home. It's It's ships. Ships? Or boats or yachts? What are we talking here? Because I don't know the difference. So this, the 2023 Ocean Globe race, um, is done within the spirit of the original 1973 Ripbread, which means that all the boats in this are uh, boats uh, which are GRP. They're made before 1988. They're all sail boats. There's no GPS. There's no modern materials. Um, there's no technology. They're essentially using sextants, astro navigation to circumnavigate the globe. And it's about 27. 28,000 miles. And how many people are on each boat? Crew sizes vary, but anywhere between about 11 and 16. And these are on sort of 50 foot boats. Um, so it's cosy. I always think, well, if they're going to be doing 28,000 miles, they can't pop to Tesco in the evening. Do they have to take all their food with them? So the race is split up into four legs. So they're going to leave the UK on the 10th of September. They're going to go uh, from just outside Royal Yacht Squadron on the Isle of Wight. And their first leg is down to Cape Town. So they will have enough food on board to make sure they get to Cape Town. Then they'll stop. They'll do a bit of a restock, check the boat, check all the safety equipment, make sure everyone's okay, and then off again. Everything's going on in Ocean Village at the moment because you've got the race village set up already. And I know that people can come down and and sort of have a look round and see what's going on. Is that sort of all the prep 
going on? What can we see? So the race village has been completely designed for the public, and so that's designed so the public can come and enjoy the boats, but also mingle with the crew, because these are guys which you're not going to see in your day-to-day -day life. These are, um, I think they're probably slightly insane, but they are definitely <laughs> full adventurers. They'll be in the village, they're obviously doing some mingling there. We've got some sort of testing and um, sort of media events happening there, but essentially, if you're in Southampton or the wider Hampshire area, pop down, there's loads of things for kids to do. You get to meet the crew, find out more about the boats, and then you can even wander down the pontoons and get a real good look at them as well. After the Ocean Globe race sets off, Ocean Village is still here, and it's always glorious here. You know, it doesn't matter if it's grey skies. I mean, it's better if it's blue skies, but always just looks fantastic it seems as if you put quite a lot of effort into ocean village oh 100 we do you know ocean village has had copious amounts of work done to it over the decades and i think it's now at the point actually where whether the race is here or not it's just a fantastic place to be so lots of retail outlets lots of food and beverage you've got a cinema lots of beauty things there's a brand new jewelers just opened up there was a new cafe opened up called the dock cafe yeah. um only last week actually so lots of things to come and see and do but also the ocean globe race finish is back at ocean village so in april um the boats are going to be landing over a two or three or maybe even a four week period at some point point on the back end of March. The South Coast and Green Technology Boat Show is hosted here on the 19th of April and at that point people can also come and see the crews all gather again for their prize giving ceremony and of course see all the boats again. I was going to get tickets to go down to the pontoons and uh, meet some of the sailors but it just didn't work out timing wise last week. Right. But um, yeah I really want to meet the kind of individual that thinks 27,000 miles without any form of modern navigation is a great idea. You've got to be someone who really, really fancies a challenge to do that. Absolutely. Nobody goes to the shops without sat-nav now, do they? Um, I'll tell you what I did love, though. I had a little wander around the Ocean Globe Race Village where you can go and meet these sailors. And I, I probably embarrassed myself a little bit, but I just couldn't help myself. They've got this big speaker sound system and um, they were playing tunes and nothing sort of grabbed me until it started playing Where Are You Baby by Betty Boo. Oh, what a tune. Right, right. I know that your, <laughs> do, your do, eyes do, lit up do, as well. Do, do, do. I know, right? Where are you, baby? I had and album. I could not help myself. I did sing all the way through there. Sticking with Ocean Village just for a second, you know the beautiful, wonderful restaurant, Figurati? They went to the National Restaurant Awards this week and they won. Oh, fantastic. What did they get? I mean... Uh, an award. <laughs> but well done, Figurati. Award-winning Figurati. I really hope this good weather lasts for a bit longer than the weekend because mm. next week there is an opportunity to do something that is very much once in a lifetime for all of us. There's going to be a comet passing through which is going to be visible with the naked eye. Ooh. All you need to do is get yourself somewhere where there's very little light pollution so you can basically just get a really good clock of the sky but without there being any street lights or anything else nearby. Okay. They reckon an hour after sunset and the hour before dawn looking north, east, east towards the crescent moon and venus and you'll be able to see this comet and i hope i'm going to get it right hang on is that i haven't got my glasses on nishimura which was named after the fellow who discovered it nishimura. It's, not, it's not coming back for another 500 years but oh. i was just thinking where would you go to get a really good view of that bolton's bench is normally my go-to if i want to look at shooting stars just on the outskirts of lindhurst you know if you were going okay. into lindhurst on the a35 yeah you've got the fire station on the right yeah it's literally over that cattle grid. You, do you know what? I think you're right. I think that's the sort of 
Anywhere in the New Forest where you haven't got those street lights or out towards sort of Alton, Bishop's Waltham, that kind of way where you can get away from there and you can be out in the fields. Droxford's a good area because mm-hmm. that's quite high. Mm-hmm. But for me, if you head to Bolton's Bench or just a bit further down that road and you go out to the Bewley Hotel. Now, I don't want anybody to edit this up to sound like the top five dogging hotspots that we were talking about a few weeks we ago. We really right? don't need any more of that. <laughs> it's all about Southampton. The So So Show. Something else very exciting that's happening next week. A new show is grooving its way onto the stage at the Mayflower Theatre, direct from the West End of London. The Garrick Theatre, in fact. That's where I saw it earlier in the year. Drifter's Girl tells the story of the woman who helped make the group The Drifters into stars and Tarek Frimpong is one of the cast he plays many different roles so the drifters girl is a musical based on the life of Faye Treadwell and her experience as a black woman being the manager of the drifters and a, a huge reason for their immense success um, and it deals with all the trials and tribulations she had to deal with acting as their manager as well as all the incredible success she had. It's a brilliant story with amazing songs that everyone knows, slick dance moves and uh, incredible multi-role acting. And and what kind of songs are we expecting then? Because it's going to be one of those where you go, oh, I didn't know that that was a Drifter song. Absolutely. So you'll have uh, a bunch of songs like Money, Honey, uh, Come On Over To My Place, Kissing In The Back Row Of The Movie. And yeah, a, b- a bunch of songs that I'm sure as people hear them, they'll start singing along. This is a real feel-good show, isn't it? What's your favourite bit or what's your favourite song? Absolutely, there's so much joy in the piece. I think what makes it so much fun is the fact that um, a lot of the actors in the show, especially us four that play the drifters, get to multi-role so I play up to 12 different characters. Wow. So at one moment I'm being a um, Clyde McFadder who grew up in North Carolina is a drifter and is quite cool, a bit of a ladies man and suddenly I turn around and I'm playing a, a receptionist uh, from Essex. Um, in in the same beat. So there's there's really fun having that kind of, yeah, switch up live on the same time. Do you start, like, the first act with 15 costumes on and then you're just sort of peeling off a layer? Or uh, Uh, have you got, like, big costume changes where you've got to go a bit quick? There are so many costume changes that we literally have to run off stage and, like, strip down, get our next costume on within 20 seconds. Some of the costume changes happen live on stage. You'll be putting on a pair of glasses, taking off a jacket. Yeah. Um, yeah, the costume changes are incredible. Well, it sounds like just the most brilliant night. So uh, we're looking forward to it and we will look forward to seeing you on stage, Tarek. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Can't wait to perform there. Now, if you're thinking, I only know a couple of Drifters songs, yeah. you'll be really surprised because okay. there's more tunes in there than you think you're going to know. Right. Learned an interesting fact about Benny King and Stand By Me, which I didn't know before I went to see it. But okay. Regardless of the music and regardless of it being a jukebox musical, just think of it as an incredible story because the woman who helped get that band to be the international stars that they were back in the 60s, her story in itself is absolutely incredible. Oh, amazing. And the show, of course, is on a limited run before it goes on its UK-wide tour. And Mm -hmm. because it's such an amazing theatre, that's why the Mayflower is one of the places you get to see it direct from the West End and before the rest of the country. We're very lucky. And of course, we've got another great show coming later this month as well with the Take That musical, which of course isn't called the Take That musical. (laughs) It was known as the band in its previous incarnation, but it's called Greatest Days. And that's turning up at the end of the month as well. The story behind that is a 
basically a group of teenagers who were united in the fact that they loved a particular band and then you pick the story up 25 years later and you see how their lives have changed and the directions that they've all gone in which might not necessarily be the directions you were expecting them to go in. So even if you're not a fan of Take That, it's a brilliant story in itself. It is. It's a very good story. It's a very entertaining show. The So So Show. Of course, on The So So Show, we love a little bit of bin talk, a little bit of bin chat. Yeah, um, we're all about rubbish. We haven't talked about bins for a while, though. I thought we'd weaned (laughs) ourselves off this subject. Do not panic, Simon. Here it comes. (laughs) Now, the bins in town, now they're not put in by the council. That's whatever. Oh, we wasted our money. This is the bin where you basically had to choose whether it was going in one side or the other. It's called pick your side bins. Um, And yes, you have two holes for your rubbish. You have to choose which one you're going to put it in. And it's basically like a little silly competition. And it was just really to encourage people throw their rubbish away rather than on the floor. It's not paid for by the council. All right. Just so we're clear on that. (laughs) Uh, So we've got new pick your side bins. Right. So we did have Scott Mills versus Craig David. We now have dogs versus cats. Oh, that's difficult. Not really. Dogs, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> well, I've got one of each. No, no, it's dogs. It's dogs. Even though you're stop. allergic to dogs, you're still yeah. going to vote dogs. I'm allergic to cats as well, so uh, you know, it's at one least, all at there. At least the playing field's level. <laughs> then we've got Harry Styles versus Taylor Swift. Oh, I'd have to go Taylor. Harry, Harry, Harry. Why Harry? Because he's one of ours, isn't he? We've seen him grow up and he's the most important Harry to this country now. And is there a third one? And then there's a third one. It's Strictly versus Bake Off. Where are you going? Bake Off? Yes, I'm going Bake Off too. I mean, come on. I'm totally past Strictly. Same, same, same. Bake Off, Harry, dogs. That's where we're going, all right? (laughs) Okay, I'll defer to your uh, leaning on that one. Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. Let's find out what's happening with Visit Southampton. Soak up summer in Southampton. It's a massive weekend at West Quay, but not in where the shops are, as you might expect. But this is actually in the car park. We spoke to the general manager, Laura Reed, a couple of months ago. Now, this is called multi-stories. Now you have skateboarders, you have artists, you have musicians, and this is all going on. It's almost like a sort of festival of creativity going on and it's in the car park at Westkey. get down there this weekend can I also run you through just my very very quick rundown of what is on in Southampton this week okay Right, hang on. You've got the Dragon Boat Race down at Hythe. You've got the Slammer, which is the skateboarding and roller skating festival and competition going on in Guildhall Square. And you've got Romsey Show. Also, the Ocean Globe Race leaves Ocean Village on Sunday. There's also the Bar Gate is open this Friday and Saturday. You can go down there for their Heritage Days. They've got the whole thing open. You can go and have a little look around it rather than just walking through it. And they've given the Lions a lick of paint last time I walked past it. They've got the flags and everything. So that looks pretty cool. If you've walked past it, if you've arranged to meet friends near it back in the old days before mobile phones where you had to arrange to do that kind of thing, (laughs) go and have a look around the inside of it this weekend. And actually, sticking with those, 
the Heritage Days. So these are the things that are open for free next weekend, which is the 16th of September. So God's House Tower, St Michael's Vaults. You can go down and have a look around the vaults. Steamship Shield Hall and the Way House. Also going on next weekend. We've spoken to them before. It's always a brilliant, brilliant festival. And being in the middle of September, it's normally good weather. Beats and Eats is back at Hoglands Park. They couldn't have it last year because the portaloos that they had ordered to be there for the event had to be in London for the Queen's funeral. Oh, yeah. That was this time last year. That's why it got cancelled. Mm-hmm. If you're not following us on our socials, make sure you find us because there's always something good to win. I mean, this week we've given away uh, some tickets to Inspired by Adele, which is an evening of uh, Adele music and the most wonderful Adele tribute. That's down at the Grand. You can still get tickets for that. That's on Friday. Also, the Lord Mayor's fashion show. It's at John Lewis and it is for you. It's not like, okay, here's some other chains you could wear around your neck. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say, we need to clarify that. It's not just different ways to dress your Lord Mayor. Um, So you could win tickets to that. Um, That's down at John Lewis. Um, It's £20 for a ticket. Uh, to come to the fashion show. But you'll be able to talk to stylists about everything afterwards. Um, and you also get a £5 John Lewis voucher. So, you know, 15 quid a ticket and a glass of bubbly. And I'm hosting. Boom. Have a great week, Zoe. And you, Simon. And thank you for listening. You've been listening to Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark on Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. 